Greetings. Welcome to episode four. What have I learned about podcasting this week? Well, a glass of ice in my wife's hands is more musical than a junkie with castanets. My dog sounds like an 80-year-old man that suffers from COPD. And the amount of times my wife says, like you know, is like you know annoying. Today's guest is literally my ride-or-die bitch. We've been friends since the moment she set me on fire. Please welcome my friend Justine. How are you? I'm doing great. <laughs> Fantastic. So we can talk about your art today because I feel like that's something that you're really blossoming in. I think that you're pumping out a lot of good <laughs> shit, man. I don't know, like, it's something, I don't know if it's like, you know, I don't know if your man poked something loose. And He may as well have, I mean, at this point. <laughs> Just everything that I seem to be doing now is, I don't know if it's the encouragement I've been getting from him and everybody else. Dude, I think you have opened some element in your in yourself. I can't, I can't say what or where or how, but it's working. What's weird is I'm not picking up my camera anymore, but you know what, at least I'm using my Photoshop. Do you I miss mean, your camera? Yeah, to an extent. Um, I know uh, in the next couple weeks, I just got hired for a wedding and, you know, those aren't the most exciting for me, but it's also a lot of fun being able to do like interact with people and capture those moments. But I really miss going like when uh, I was breaking into buildings and stuff. I miss that. And I'm going to have to twist some arms to figure out how to get out to another one. We got to go to the Dead Horse Bay. I oh, think yes. that maybe that will lighten something for you for the photography side. We could totally do that. Yeah. And that would be something. I mean, I think that's why I want to go towards a camper when it's later in life. And then, you know, I can just go anywhere and then still come back home to wherever I find. I'm the person who wants a home base. I need a home base as well but if uh, i have a small home base and a small rv that's like 50 50 yeah, balanced yeah totally yeah because yeah. i can still like have certain elements that are in the trailer that i don't have at the house but when you're parked at the house you have it right it's oh, like a yeah. little she shed on wheels <laughs> Yeah, I that, that's I don't know. I'm thinking about where I would move next because I definitely can't stay in this area. It's just it's just wearing on me. I've been here for 30 years though, yeah. so same girl. <laughs> Time to move on. You know, I don't, and and I'm fine even if I do move somewhere else in the state because I feel like there's a lot of beautiful areas of this state that I haven't seen. But I do want to explore every other part of this country until you know until I figure out where. Oh man, okay, I'll move here. Yeah. But for right now, I'm like, I still don't know what's here. I know what's in the central part of the state, but I don't know. Have you been further north at all, like Pittsburgh? I've driven through, yeah. I've I've never been to Pittsburgh City, but I've been to the outskirts of Pittsburgh. Probably the only part of the state that I haven't been to is the Erie part. I've never been to Erie. Like, I've never seen the lakes. We should do a trip to Pittsburgh, even if it's an overnighter thing. I yeah. would love to go to the Church Brewery again. Yeah. That place is beautiful. Yeah, I, there's some museums I want to see out there. You know, who knows? We might move out to Pittsburgh and love Pittsburgh. I tell you, Pittsburgh, when I've been there twice, and beyond getting in, it's kind of reminds me. I shouldn't say it's much less than, but it reminded me of funneling into Philadelphia 
cleanest city I've ever seen. Like her? Yeah. Beautiful. That's what I've heard. I was, we were I, walking I around. know none of the such. Like, I feel like how can she, how can Jackie think that she doesn't like cities when she hasn't seen a beautiful city? Yeah. She's seen shitholes. Oh, Pittsburgh is hands down just a beautiful city. Yeah. She's never been to New York she's City. she's a Ravens fan, right? No. She <laughs> shit. She'd be like, yay, yellow. That's kind of how I was. I was like, oh, you know what? I'll just wear a lot of yellow while I'm out here. And I love it. That's a... She looks good in yellow, too. Nice. I don't... I look jaundiced. Ah, you don't know that. You gotta find the right tone of yellow. Me? I don't look good in yellow. (laughs) I'm Casper, and I I basically look like Casper urinated on himself. (laughs) Or if Casper got a part-time job at a construction lab. Or a meth lab. Yep, if I was making meth... That is what I would look like. I got, like, my Dijon mustard dress. I like wearing that one. Yeah, Dijon. Yeah. What's up? What's up? Okay. I'm my what? Ooh. He was hanging with a friend, and he's doing his laundry <laughs> outside? Wait, which one is that? Is that That's Julian? Julian. God damn, I didn't even recognize his voice. I feel like I just saw Have him. You, when's the last time you've seen him? We were here recently. Okay. All right, I know you're cool, so we're just going to show you what we did. So we went outside, we, 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 were, we were just hanging out. Please don't set anything on fire. That's <laughs> we, so, and then these guys cruise by, and uh, we were just like, they were just honking the horn at us, and they quiet, we're getting on the, we got in the street, and they pull up, they're like, do you see we get hit air, air time off the sale? I said, yeah, I got you. So, <laughs> so we recorded it. I'm scared. Wait, is there, wait, is there nudity? No. Okay. Who got airtime? The car? Yeah, the car did. Oh. My. God. They got like a millisecond of airtime. Is it legit airtime? Mm-hmm. Oh shit, man! Is it oh, legit it's better, it gets better. Don't scream. We got in. Here we go. <laughs> Who's driving? No, oh, he's he's uh, he's an adult. Okay. What qualifies as an adult? I have to tell you, my dad. I've done it too. Yeah, I yeah. can't say anything. My dad tried to stop. But when you're 15, you don't show you a video of him launching a fucking car. What are you supposed to say? Sick, dude. But look at the first one, because they do get a Let me see really the first one. crazy amount of I don't want to see the second one. No, I'll have so cool. Just the first one. I mean, we're in they, He said he did like 90 oh. down the hill. <laughs> oh, he does that back like, up. It's like the safest part of the neighborhood that... And then Seth and Noah and his dad are just watching this. Oh my happen. God. And then we said after we get out the car, we scoot by. We're going to get a phone call from the fucking neighbors. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, how many times do you guys get pulled over? He goes, only once. All right. that's an, I can't handle any more information from you. So if you could leave before I have a panic attack, that would be great. Get your laundry and go do I good good chat things to make up so for guess what, what I just I'll saw. I'll get the vacuum too. She can stay down here and snuggle with me. I don't like this. You just need monster. to shrink down to lady size. You're like a sack of potatoes. Oh my god, could you imagine if she was lady size and she looked exactly like she did? I would die. I would just be over here with the dog in my Forever. Baby! <laughs> I love forever puppies. Ooh. I'm glad Jackie doesn't listen to the podcast because I'm keeping that shit in. <laughs> So, but I, she cannot know about that. No. Oh my god. Oh yeah. No, like, my honey, my, if you do end up hearing this, I love you. And I I did this because everything worked out fine. 
He's standing. He's fine. Breathing. He's, he's doing his laundry and he's doing vacuuming things. I'll never forget my dad caught my sister and I hooking up a sled to the back of a Jeep. <laughs> Did I tell you about that? <laughs> so we, it was, I was right fresh out of high school. I was probably like 18 or 19 and we were hooking up this goddamn plastic sled to the trailer hitch of a white Jeep Cherokee during this really huge, it was like one of those monumental snows that we got way back. I still had my Mercury, so it was before 2010. <laughs> my dad comes walking on, he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And we're sitting there and they're like, we're going to take Steph around the block. And he's like, no, you're not. And like, we start this like back and forth. And he goes, when I was your age, I used to hold on to the back of cars while on a skateboard. And he stops just mid like, ah, why did that come out of my mouth? He just hung his head in dad shame and was like, you guys can just don't tell your mother. Just don't tell your mother. Mom found out about it like maybe a year or two ago. I've never seen her eyes get so big. She was furious. But I reminded her, no one's dead. Yeah, as a kid, it's thrilling. It was it was fun, but experiencing what I just experienced right now it's like I've done so much to keep the damn thing alive and then he goes and does that we're on the upswing right now too but that's I mean you know we all had our moments I can think of a lot of dumb shit I did I'd rather he tell me than I have no idea yeah that's just it he told you he told you (laughs) I would be very cautious maybe get the kid a super heavy car I'm going to be putting sandbags in that fucking trunk underneath the fiberglass board. I'm going to load his vehicle (laughs) with sand that the only air he gets is from the vents when it's on high. (laughs) Going uphill and you're just on the back two wheels. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't reach. (laughs) My nose is bleeding. I feel like head. He's going to need like Fred from the stone piddles or something like that to keep going forward. He'd be better off riding a catapult. Well, he's little enough. He can like spear himself if he could just keep stiff. Back to your art. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, no. Definitely missed the camera. But I will say. Wow. You got right back on that. I'm good. I'm good at doing that. All right. Let's go. Keep going. Yeah. No, I uh, completely missed the camera. Well, on the flip side, like I said, it's just what I'm doing. I don't like doing portraits so much unless I have some sort of like special thing I can do with it. There's a few things that I've learned with Photoshop and stuff, but I'm uh, waiting until I get back into classes again to really move forward. But with what I'm doing right now, it's kind of the Zen moment you get. So how exactly are you putting these ideas together? What do you mean? What is your mind frame in... No, I I know how to phrase this question. I'm trying to phrase it correctly. You put this image together Mm -hmm. using clippings. Yes. What brings you to choosing a piece, like, for the piece itself? So you're flipping through these magazines. What catches you? Like, what do you feel about it? Or what intrigues you to pull that and use that as part of it? I do a pre-sketch. But the pre-sketch, like, if I were to show you the pre-sketch versus the final piece, you'd be like, huh, no, it wasn't. But I will flip through with a general idea. I page, I've got men's magazines, I've got women's magazines and everything in between gardening and cooking, yada, yada, yada. Music and, um, yeah. Yeah, anything I can get my hands on, anything that anybody's willing to donate me. I love garbage, guys. <laughs> you flip through with a certain idea, and it's kind of amazing what you can pull out of one magazine versus another. I'll have, like, say I'm doing one with 
uh, the the per, a person. I don't know. Like the Clint Eastwood, the one I did with Clint Eastwood. Yeah, yep. Okay. So that one I had, I think I even sent you a couple where I was just piecing different, different people in because I knew what I was looking for, but it had to like, it has to look some sort of like it falls into it place. It has to connect. Somehow you're making these different images from different magazines connect into a completely different spectrum of what it is. Like you're almost creating different ads out of ads that are like off the wall. It's manual Photoshop. It's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. I, I think it's refreshing. It, thank you. Thank, no, it's fun. And it's it's kind of that mindset of doing like a jigsaw puzzle. And it, you just sit there and you play around with the puzzle pieces until they click into place. And I'm still learning. You know, I'm trying to put in little ideas or little... I worked. I did one completely based on color theory, and I think that was a really successful one. And then I flipped around and did another one based on you know perspective and things like that to just make sure that I'm practicing as I'm going through and learning. It seems so <laughs> intentional and so calculated, though. At least when I look at it, I see every single detail of every single pattern and shape that you cut out because I'm trying to figure out the reason of why they were chosen. You know, like, like and there is there's absolutely reason. Behind behind each of them. I don't just, you know, willy-nilly throw things together. I have a collection. Like if I were to pick out two specific patterns, I would be trying like 30 patterns in there until I find the connecting like, oh, wow, you can't get your eye off of that. Or, you know, it it startles your eye. So it just kind of is bothersome. It definitely catches the eye. Like it, when I'm scrolling on Instagram, what's your Instagram tag? Oh, it is jxtrum underscore art. When I'm scrolling that, <laughs> it's like every image has some sort of a catching point. It's almost like a contrast between the two different prints of some point, like in the heart when you have those zigzag patterns and stuff like that. And just the Clint Eastwood I just liked because he was completely random <laughs> in in whatever the photo was trying to say. And then it's all of a sudden, dirty hairy. Dirty hairy, yeah. But there's something that catches in every single one you do. Now that one, that one that was like the candle matches, freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> we don't have to talk about it. I think because it was like wide objects, and then you had these little droplets or something. There was an eeriness about it that it hurt. That was so. That was supposed to start out as I was thinking like fall apple trees, and once I started putting it together, I was like, this looks, this isn't right. Like that, and that's what I mean. Like it starts out as one idea. Once I start putting the composition together. It it turns into something else, but not so radically. I'm I'm curious. I have to, I still have to look up what you said about the swords, the ten swords. Is that what it was? Yeah, it's like deceiving. It's Ooh. it's like a card of deceit. Uh, I've got a whole thing of tarot cards at my house. Let me just record it so that. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I'm gonna record it for the viewers so they're not like just fucking talking about tarot cards, <laughs> tarot and cards, matches, tarot what? cards, and crystals. <laughs> I said I'm coming in with Sage to work, so it needs it. But yeah, there that card is very uncomfortable to look at because it's a whole bunch of swords that are stuck in the ground. Okay, so the Ten of Swords stands for painful endings, deep wounds, betrayal, loss, and crisis. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, especially so, considering uh, this past week. <laughs> it's 
tarot cards, there's like a one way or the other. So the upright is those that I just said. And then the reversed part is also recovery, regeneration, resisting, and an inevitable end. So it's just a very mood swinging card. Did you see it? No, I didn't. I didn't bother to open my set. It's just uncomfortable. Oh, anyway. That makes, yeah, no, I totally get it. I felt something when I, <laughs> th- I didn't. Art doesn't mean you have to feel good when you look at it. No, it's supposed to bother. And it's supposed to bring some sort of emotion. Yeah. If, if art is emotionless, it's nothing. Because it, no one cared to put effort into it. How can it be considered art? Yeah. And it's funny. I, I really like that you said that because I never thought... There there were a few that I did where I'm just like, you know, you're supposed to you know, put your, your soul into it. And then I just don't see it. So I, I was kind of envious of the people who you could tell were pouring their heart and soul into it. And you could just read that emotion. And the first few that I did, I felt were just not, you know, I think you, you saw the, the little like cutesy ones that look like started, stickers. You're figuring it out. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, absolutely. Because you're working to find what you were trying to find there. So there's a different energy in those that they still showed a creativity to them and a little bit of a pop that I love the pug one. <laughs> like it makes me laugh every time I see it just because of her. Yeah. Look at how that started to where you're at now in working on these pieces. Oh yeah. And I can tell you like the. I'm working on my uh, uh, not Yeti Sasquatch. Yeah, the Sasquatch <laughs> the, on the map. Yeah, so Can't I need to um, actually buy a map. Right now, I just I scanned it in to have the Yeti or the Sasquatch. What type um, of map do you want? Any really, as long as it's map. I was uh, I was. Dude, gonna, we should find you like an Appalachian Trail one. Oh, that would be amazing. This is really nerdy too. My mom is a Sasquatch nut. She loves Bigfoot. She's got Bigfoot tree ornaments. She's got That's yeah, cute. She's got That's a cute. giant Bigfoot in her backyard. Everything Sasquatch is my Good mom. to know. Good yeah. to know. I'm going to use that, Chris. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She is. So when I was doing that, I immediately thought of my mom, and it just kind of became like, he's my little baby. I absolutely adore him. Oh. Okay. <laughs> no pressure. Yeah. I have something that I think might put something special to it. Uh-oh. Make him hold, make him hold a latte. <laughs> or a silhouette of like a little... A little cup or something. Yeah. So that's part of the reason I scanned his image in. Because that's awesome. I'm one to, you know, granted the original hopefully... Is you the know, original. Is the original. It will be gone. But having the actual outline of it and being able to do a little more digital like, work. put sunglasses on it. Oh, him. yeah. Just do cute shit you to... dress him like a hipster. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, and I was thinking uh, that might be... I have mixed feelings about the digital still. Where, you know, there's the original piece that cannot be replicated. And then there's the digital version that can be printed and printed and printed. And it kind of loses its specialness. But... When you start to play around and look at it from the aspect of, hey, look, I can use this to do this and make it something that can be special for somebody else, but not mass produce. Like, I don't want 15 of the same. Think about how many original pieces of art ended up being reproduced and altered slightly. Oh, yeah. And money has been made. There is the original that has the respect. I mean, like the Mona Lisa. How many puns have been made on that? Pictures of Marilyn Monroe, you know. Well, fact check me here. So fact check, fact check. 
I believe one of our uh, one of my classmates and I were talking. She said that a Renoir just got rediscovered. They thought uh, Renoir they would have the apprentices and you know whatever learning his paintings. It's most of his paintings that are known are not his. They're his original, but not his painting. It's what he taught um, and how students would learn is just making duplicates, duplicates, duplicates. They learning just, his technique. Yeah, learning his technique, learning their technique, learning how to perfect it. So they just uncovered a real, an actual Renoir original with the autograph and everything. Where do you see yourself going with this newfound hobby? It's hard to say. I have a lot of different ideas at once. I There's a lot I want to do in uh, the photography with it still. I want to start combining uh, the photos and the and the magazine pieces, but I also want to start using like little miniature toys and doing miniature scenes. So that's awesome that you just said that because I was <laughs> like, I, I, because I have a bag full of old ass toys in this room and you just made me remind myself. I wanted you to see them so you could do something with Oh, yeah. Them. Hold on. Okay. I still I, have the disco right balls. Right over there. <laughs> yes. The, oh, my God. We could put disco balls with these guys. Ooh. Ooh, you found them. I needed this today. Oh, yeah. I was thinking oh, about Oh, my God. Me. Look at this. Dude. Oh, you've got dinosaurs. This. Look at my chunky T-Rex. I love Oh, my God. He looks like my dog. <laughs> I love him. He's Actually, adorable. I think I'm going to take him to work and put him in my garden. You totally should. Look how little his arms are. That's beyond T-Rex. That's that's a T-Rex that couldn't even like... Oh my shit. God. I'm going to post this on the Facebook page and the Instagram page so that people can actually see what we're looking at right now because, I mean, it's like a realistic Barney that's not purple. Oh my God, yes. You hit the, the nail on the head with that. It is. I and he's love got, like, you. He's got fat rolls. He's like a jazzier Barney. He probably goes love handles. Yeah, he's got some handles, but I think he goes by Barney. But oh, Barney. My name is Barney. Barney, the blue Barney, but it's blue. Yeah, look at all these guys. Oh my God, the squiggly's back. Hey, look, there we are. All right, brought to you by Squiggles. (laughs) Squiggles. The squirrels. (laughs) Squirrel. All right. Are you ready to play What Would You Do? We're ready. All of my personalities are. This is a good one because of all the shit that's on the table. If Jurassic Park were real, would you want to go? So I have to ask, is this like super safe Jurassic Park or you could possibly be eaten Jurassic Park? I don't know. Okay. So So it's just a gamble Jurassic Park. I, um, I'm going to go by the actual plot of the movies that it's going to fail safe with my air quotes, <laughs> but shit usually always goes haywire. Right, right. Uh, I would probably say no. I am willing to do a lot of weird shit. I can go swimming with the fucking sharks. I can, you know, stand next to a, a wild animal and not lose my shit unless it's a deer for some reason. <laughs> this fucking deer, man. But I would not want to go hang out with some dinosaurs. No. I'm torn. I think... You would be. Yeah. <laughs> but um, chink. I'm, I'm torn because I, I'm going to say yes if I'm at a point in my life where not many people rely on me, you know? Yeah. Because I can't put myself at risk right now. If you were to say, let's go to Jurassic Park tomorrow, I'd be like, no way, dude. 
I'm not leaving them with all that debt. I don't want to have to come back home crippled or like a limb, uh, a leg missing because my bathroom's on the second floor. Oh, that would suck. There's just a, and it's no matter what, it steps up to get into my freaking house. So I would prevail, yeah. but I don't want to be in that so, situation. So how about this? They throw out a retirement home out there, but it's not for like, you know, the young retirees. It's for like the old decrepit people. Like I would go out there then because you know what? If I'm in too much pain to live, I won't run from a dinosaur. And be like, yeah, this is scruffy. <laughs> I know but at some point. It would also be a very epic death. Uh, right. Uh, you know, my, my name listed in the obituary, shredded by raptors. Like, yeah, accurate. I was probably doing chasing a, a dog. A week after her 127th <laughs> birthday, after four times of curing cancer... <laughs> Miss Ekstrom was shredded in the back by a raptor. No, I don't, I'm not okay with that. I think. Blasting Frank Zappa. All right. All right. Yeah. Great googly moogly. I'd give it a shot. I'd want to see the Triceratops and the T-Rex. Not like a young, youthful T-Rex. I want to see that old bitch who is always the damn hero dinosaur. The only one. No, 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 she was a heroine too, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Because she's old. She's old. She's weathered. I want to see. How does she keep surviving? That's like the Jaws. Well, I guess they were like, oh, it's the son of Jaws, whatever. I I don't know. (laughs) Something's working for her. Yeah, yeah. You want to talk about a real badass? Talk to her. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, no, I don't think dinosaurs would be my game. Throw me in an ocean, though. So would you explore the deep ocean where there's... Fuck yeah. Okay, see, that's, I'm the opposite. Yeah. I would rather die on ground being shredded by raptors than underwater suffocating with a bunch of those Anglo fish just looking at me. That sounds like a more horrific death. You'd be crushed to death before you would suffocate. Absolutely. Yeah. But if in a weird world <laughs> or realm, I ended up at the bottom yeah. and they're just all looking at me like the fuck you doing down here well i mean you're white enough to live down here but i mean you don't look like us and i feel like i'd rather go by ancient shark than by ancient lizard understood yeah respected yeah they would just pop me like a pill up there they'll fucking shred you okay so if a megalodon swallowed you you could potentially just live inside him for a while i mean until you drown yeah Yeah. and you'd have (laughs) fresh seafood For your remainder of days. Yeah, but you know the stuff that they're eating down there is the uh I don't know. I'm I'm one of those people where like if you lay out a bass, I'm like, yeah, I could totally eat that bass, that rockfish, you know, flounder, yeah. whatever. But then like what the McDonald's things are made out of, the fish fillets are made out of. Have you seen those fish? No. You should Google that sometime. Uh-uh. It's horrifying. It is just a very ugly fish for some reason. The ugliest one in the sea but it just tastes so fucking good. But yeah, no. I would have to see that coming in. I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't. It's too ugly to eat. Really weird. Maybe eel. I, was gonna I say, like eel. There would have to be something. You could be like, alright. Like hagfish are slimy, yeah. so no. So if you could go to the bottom but make sure you have an oxygen tank. Kind of like the, was it, Jonah and the whale or whatever. Somebody's gonna catch it and they're just yeah. gonna find me sitting there. Hey guys! <laughs> Thank God I had to shit for the longest time. A full diet of sushi for it. What do you expect me to do? No fucking rice down here. Guys, have seaweed salad. Can just really go for color. If you could be a pro athlete in any sport, what program would you be in? So, are, what kind of are like any sport any in the world? Sport. Any sport in the world. Um. 
um, a valid sport that has professional sports labeling. Okay, I played volleyball in high school, and I feel like I would, uh, I would, I would go back to like I, I had fun with that. But I'm like my aggression is a bit different to be on a team sport than it is to be like on a one-on-one thing. So like I don't know. I was thinking MMA fighter or something like that because I've been watching a lot of fights recently. But no, I like my head, I like where my brain's at. Mm-hmm. Just I don't like getting hurt. I really don't like that. I think I would like to be a uh, a swimmer, like some sort of swimming. Like a solo, your personal best goals. Right, right. Like, you know. I agree with you. The kind of where you can, because that's, that's a useful, useful sport. Uh-huh. You know, if I ever fall off a cruise ship or something, I can like dolphin my way back home or something. <laughs> you know, like, I got it. We're good. I magically have a compass like embedded in me like a seagull or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you yeah. because I chose archery. All right. Um, but if I have had to do a team sport I would want to do curling because I don't fucking get it and I don't think the people who play it do either I think they all just grab brooms and they're like all right let's start this here and we're gonna move it right down there and be like that's really popular um and they look like it's no pressure I feel like there's a little bit of like you gotta keep it moving you gotta keep it and if you're the person who fuck because I I played it I played it um my grandparents retirement community they live out in uh Tempe Arizona and they have it there I think I've also done it once on a cruise ship as a child and you obviously don't know what the fuck you're doing but it takes a lot of skill like them people got skill they're just no no I I think it's freaking fascinating (laughs) so if I could be a professional athlete and do that be like hell yeah I can, you, you know, know it would really improve my skills with brushing or, or brooming sweeping brooming really sweeping swepping 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 the floors oh shit but yeah I I think archery is fucking badass and it, you know I do that pro that's pretty cool yeah that's pretty awesome I didn't even think about that what's the one that it's like skiing with a rifle oh fuck I know what you're talking about but I don't know what it's called that would warrant me like I, I would shoot myself I would fall and shoot myself I don't know what it's called is we're it- gonna call it the sled hunter (laughs) the ski hunters the ski hunters would you rather be three feet tall or nine feet tall i personally after a huge debate about this with my boyfriend last night three feet tall he was all about being taller because you know it's so much more convenience i was like yeah but if you're smaller your dog could be your horse plain and simple get a new fee at three foot tall what you weigh 50 pounds or so i'm really bad at guessing weights throw yourself on the back of the dog riding into work what? <laughs> okay, I agree with you. I, I chose three feet tall as well. Um, mostly because, you know, tall people, they have to bend down to get into places. Their back probably hurts all the time. Right. I mean, I'm sure that being three foot tall would come with its own limitations, but... Driving the smart cars only. Yeah. You would also be... Your face would be in front of people's butts all the time, so you would get the freshest farts. Ugh. I'm sorry. It's true. But I still would rather be three foot tall than nine foot tall. I My first thought was snuggling purposes. Like, if I'm a three foot tall, you know, and I get in bed, my dogs want to snuggle, like, you're like a, you're like a kitten. You're just going to sleep right on them. Yeah. Like, I, I would rather have, like, my dogs be super big and maybe yeah. little. I like that idea. You could throw a saddle on Bella and you could ride her to work. I wouldn't do that to her. She would enjoy it. I know. I would do it to a miniature horse though. <laughs> Think about that. They have a lot of joint problems. Yeah, well, fuck horses. Dogs are cuter. <laughs> Sorry, don't yeah. fuck horses. That's not cool. And I'm sorry, horses. And get myself a St. Bernard. 
shrink down to three feet tall. His name would be Colonel. Think about that in our perspective now, how big that dog will be. Oh, yeah. That's what I mean. They wouldn't even notice I was on his back. If I'm... It would be like going back to being a toddler and being around these things. Oh, <laughs> Get hit by the tail. Of... <laughs> I got knocked down the steps again. If you could domesticate any animal in the world, what would it be? Ugh. This was a hard one because I just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. What would be something fun to domesticate that would just be like, ah. Uh. Do you want to know what I chose? Yeah. Polar bear. Really? Yeah. Really? I could see it. I, I I would have to say something like, like a part of me in a weird way, like is thinking like what some sort of like bird, but. I thought you were going to say shark. No, no. That's the, the limitates and limitates them. The limitations of a shark would be shark tank. They could only be in a bowl and yeah. that, you know, I would rather have something that could walk free. So like a gator or something. I would love to walk a gator around. <laughs> or a Komodo dragon. Yeah, those things are like beefy lizards. I think if that would be it, is a Komodo dragon. I remember very vividly a Steve Irwin episode where he got his shoe bit by one and it shredded through the leather and the rubber. And just, they're fucking badass. Yeah. And they're fast. What would you domesticate? I would say maybe an alligator or a Komodo dragon. Now that I've really kind of sat. I think the Komodo dragon over a gator. So what would you do with them? Would they be house pets? Would they be yard pets? I would probably be a, a, a mix of both. I mean, I can't just keep something confined in all the time. And Can I you, mean... Honey, you're making noise. <laughs> I, I'm redoing this question because you made noise. And I will make sure to start the dryer when I come up. Okay. So would they be outdoor animals is what you're saying? A mix of both. I mean, you'd ha- they'd have a special... I'd probably make my basement dedicated to him mm-hmm. because I've got the fireplace down there, the, the gas fireplace. So it's cozy, whatever. Mm-hmm. A reptile shit in the basement would be a fuck of a lot easier to clean up than a reptile shit in the house. So cool. And then during the summer, you know, so it can bask on, you know, whatever it wanted to and take it on walks with its like spike collar and be like, yo, it's up motherfuckers like my fucking komodo dragon i don't know what i'd name him i think it's funny that that's what you chose i choose a big cuddly white bear because that's what i want in life yeah. is a big cuddly white bear uh, i thought about cuddly stuff but like if, if if this is a once in a lifetime chance like i don't know i want something real or going the completely opposite spectrum into cuddly just because it would be fun to say i would do a kinkajou mm-hmm. just because i would want to tell people i have a kinkajou there's a kinkajou back at my house what historical figure would make the worst ghost to be haunted by do i have limitations on my Okay, so I immediately thought Hunter S. Thompson, not because he was a terrible person, but because he would enjoy it. He would be the epitome of what a poltergeist is, I think. He would harmlessly fuck with you, but really kind of skate the edge. And I just feel like you would be like, that's fucking Mr. Thompson, and he's haunting my house. Just don't mind things being whipped at your head. Um, I just feel like it'd be consistent pranks, but after a while, it'd be like, dude, come on. Yeah. I feel like that, rather than any other person, I'm honestly scared to say mine because I fear the backlash. Uh Uh-oh. I think the worst ghost to be haunted by would be Helen Keller. Oh. Because think of all the noises that deaf people make. Yeah. If she's also blind, she's probably bumping into shit. (laughs) So you basically just have, like, this house that has all these weird... Ah! And shit's just bouncing all, you know, falling on the floor and, you know, just... So you're talking like little young Helen Keller. Any! Any? Deaf-blind person. Yeah. Maybe not just Helen Keller. And the worst ghost would be a blind and deaf one 
Because you would have no fucking clue what was going on. But would they carry the ailments over? We're going to say they are. Okay, okay. Fair, fair, fair. We're going to say, but you're right. Chances are, once Helen got to the afterlife, she regained her sight. She regained her vision. God bless her. She did so much for us. Oh, yeah. No, not. not. Much love to Helen Keller. But, you know, Cards Against Humanity (laughs) has really torn you a new one. So if this offends you, I'm really sorry, Helen. (laughs) No, I can I can definitely see where you're going with that because like it, my thought is a young rambunctious child Helen Keller you know yeah I can totally hear all the noises it, it like, would be worse than if you have a vindictive person right it would be like living with constant children and noises and chaos and you know even when your own kids are asleep you just have this <laughs> in the middle of the night you're gonna start finding toys at the top of the stairwell. Yeah, that would be the rail signs are gonna start appearing. And <laughs> be like, when, when did I get this on the toilet? I, you know, what anyway. Did it say? I'm really sorry. <coughs> I'm just gonna apologize for that ahead of time. Would you rather live with a mullet or be bald for the rest of your life? I think I'd go with the bald. Same. Yeah, I don't. Th- you can't French braid a mullet. You can't do anything to a mullet. Nothing. No, and I can't braid, so what's the point? Nothing saves that. No. I mean, if wigs were an option, so I have to live with a mullet, but I would be allowed to wear a wig over (sighs) top, I'd probably go with the long hair because I could figure it out. Yeah. No, I'm going bald. If I'd have to be an open mullet, that's so butchy. I've had it one time by accident. A hairdresser back in, I think I was in eighth grade. Legit, like she was trying to do layers and cut me into a fucking mullet. And I just, never again, never again. So I am a victim of the bowl cut. Um, But I do have sympathy for you in the aspect that you end up looking like some sort of a mushroom. Jackie, unfortunately, was the victim of a mullet as well. You guys can talk about it if you need to. Well, she had the mullet before I had the mullet. A couple years, yeah. Yeah. But she also rocked it much longer. She, okay, fair, fair. Mine got cut off very quickly. I was like, I can't do this anymore. (laughs) No, she lived with it. Well, she had that, that, the time, the times were. (laughs) The times were more accepting. Right. (laughs) If you had to describe your entire life in 20 words, what would you say? What would you do? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. All right. Go so my, my 20 words to describe my entire life would be Murphy's Law and Karma are the only truths in this world, and they will uh, they will always manage to find me anywhere. Nice. Yeah. All right. So mine, roller coaster ride 24-7. Ride or die to the end as long as I got my family and friends. Aw, yours is more sentimental. Yeah. My, I, my ride s- or die, bitch. Yeah. You know. Mine, on the other hand, is like, they're going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> that is how she lives her life. She sets people on fire and she stabs them in the ankle. Oh, I've done more, haven't I? I'm sure you yeah. have. If you had to be reincarnated as any object that is not an animal, what would you be? Oh, this was a tough one for me too, but I went right back to cuddling, which is awful. But like a teddy bear, some sort of like a child stuffed animal, definitely not a dog toy. Oh. I wouldn't I wouldn't make it as a dog toy. That's cute. Yeah. Um, I chose fire. <laughs> 
because I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know why. I just was like, that would be fucking awesome. Yeah. That could be fire. And, I mean, fire is energy. Nothing kills energy. You put it out in one spot, you're going to be lit up somewhere else. Yeah. I lose my eye. I lose my eye. <laughs> I guess we can sew on a button. When you arrive at the pearly gates of heaven, what does God say to you? God will say to me, here's a map. I'll have a map of, of everybody up there that I was somehow attached to down here. Here's the map is the only thing. You open it up. You see grandma's house. You see grandpa's house. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I got sentimental with that one too. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I well, think that'd be the best. Yeah. That would be a very culminating heaven. Um, mine. Would you like to hear mine? Yes, absolutely. I actually wrote a monologue. Oh, wow. Because I had some time on my hands. <laughs> So I'm going to walk into the pearly gates and I'm going to come up to some sort of a desk and it's going to be slightly enclosed as if he's like a car salesman. You know, he doesn't want to be completely exposed. Sure. So God's on the phone and he's just yammering away and he's like, hold on one second. Yes. Welcome, Holly. You'll be on the top floor. Change your Excuse me, God. Yes, Heidi? You know I don't like heights. Conversation, blah, blah, blah. Hey, God, God. Hey, hello. Well, Heather, you're lucky you made it here. If these accommodations aren't adequate, I can send you back down to... No, it's fine. I am happy to be here. Great. By the way, the elevator's broken. I don't remember how much you liked cardio at the gym. He flicks me the key and says... Welcome to heaven, help me. I feel like I'll make it there, but it's not going to be He's going to make you work for it. Yeah, he's not going to be like, oh my God, you've made it. (laughs) It's going to be more like a, yeah, you're nothing special. Because that's how I... Skin at your teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he'll just be like, "Hmm, don't push it up here. Don't push it. I wouldn't, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like... And then I'd get the map. I feel like there would still be a map involved. But yeah. there would be like the shitty timeshare interview at the beginning. Oh, that would be horrible. Oh, could but you yeah. imagine if heaven was like a timeshare? Fuck. You go up and you're like, I really don't want to do the stamp tour. I didn't even think like there has to, I, does there have to be, but I don't know, like some sort of an introduction, like some person walks up to you, here's a map. Like what? Like you find this really nice villa and then you have to do a freaking timeshare seminar. Or they make you do those really obnoxious self intros mm. while singing baby shark dude that's that's out of line yeah that's, that's way too much i hurt sorry if you had to wear a mask for the rest of your life what would you wear i would totally go with a furry helmet like a what like animal? a mascot head okay what animal oh gosh what animal i would want to do like a bunny or something i don't know what? creepy bunny or cute bunny Ah, uh, i think the creepy bunny would be more fun because cute bunny would give people like oh you know mm-hmm. like get away from me um, <laughs> but yeah, maybe something creepy or something just very plain, very minimal sewn because I think like, you know, you think back to the old teddy bears and the word, their minimalistic face, kind of like with red beady eyes instead. <laughs> yeah. That'd be real. Something like yeah, that. Yeah. I, cause I couldn't figure out what masks to wear. I've never really like worn masks. I've only ever done like face painting. Yeah. But I literally Googled different types of masks. I was like, I'll find something cute. I'll be like, yeah, that's what I'll I really don't like masks. Yeah. I, I'm not afraid of them, so people in masks don't weird me out, but I'm like, I don't want They're uncomfortable. Put, yeah, I don't want to put any of them on my face. That's why I went for the, the mascot head, because gotcha. it's not against, like, I couldn't do, like, a, a the silicone or whatever the, the rubber is against my skin. Mm-hmm. You sweat. You smell it all day. At least you've got a bubble with a mascot head, so you've got a little space. 
Get some breathing room. Well, when I was Googling, one of the top things as a mask was the Groucho Marx face. Oh, my God. So I was like, okay, if this counts as a mask on Google, this counts as a mask for this challenge. So I'm fine wearing glasses with, like, cute little mustache and furry eyebrows. And God damn. Nose. That'd be adorable. Yeah. I'm glad I saw that because nothing else was... I was like, God damn, I'm going to get stuck yeah. with something hot and latex makes me break out and I'm just going to feel miserable for the rest of my life. And the plastic on <laughs> your skin all day. Anxiety. Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Definitely mascot head. I like the bobblehead look. Would you rather have to say everything that comes to mind or never say anything again? That's a tough one. I feel like I would be safe saying everything that comes to mind. Only because I try to do that now. I, I tend to just blab all the time. I, I think I would be okay with that because I never really, you know, I would probably stir the stir the pot at screaming from my house. Shut up! Well, just could, shut up! Potentially be fun. Yeah, right? So that's fair. I feel like I would be a much more confident person. I would love to see that one day that you just snap not in a bad way but you're just like this is what it is and this is how it is and this is how I'm gonna say it mm. and then you just like bounce back to your office you're like, eh, 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 eh. there have been days I have come close well I I agree with you because um saying everything isn't much different than how I am now as I say everything as it is now yeah yeah no I think I would end up exploding if I could never speak again like I feel like my blood pressure would just eventually just burst out of my ears yeah and if I couldn't get anything off of my chest especially living with three teenage boys um honesty never hurts stings a little (laughs) if you could create a celebrity family tree who would your family be all right so I've thought this out and I'm kind of matching it up to way my uh, family is structured now. My first and immediate thought is my mom would be Cher because one of my favorite quotes from Cher, and I, I'm going to paraphrase it majorly here, but basically you don't need no man. Fucking Cher. Yes. She's, it's it's Cher. Who, who, who doesn't love Cher? My dad, we're going to say, would be to go along with his actual personality, but also uh, the celebrity just seems like a fatherly figure is Seth Rogen, weirdly enough. Like, I think he would make an awesome some dad if he has a daughter. He's in my tree. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh my uh, god, we're related! Oh my, well, that would be weird when I tell you where he is in my tree. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, my sister would be Alanis Morissette, definitely. Got three uncles lined up. I have a uncle uh, Gene Wilder. I have an uncle Freddie Mercury. And I have an uncle Dee Snider. Wow. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I did have a single aunt. I couldn't think of anything for an aunt really. Well, you know, I think Cheryl Crow would make a fun aunt. The ants were really hard. Yeah. I got a couple that I I pushed out. Yeah. That one was tough. Cheryl Crow would probably be my aunt. Grandpa DeVito. Dude, I put him as my uncle. (laughs) Okay, can I tell you my list and you can think of the rest of it? Okay. I I really put this tree together and I basically categorized it and I filled in spots of people who I felt were influential to me. For my grandparents, I put Lily Tomlin and Willie Nelson together because they both have like an earthy. I know that Lily Tomlin's a lesbian, but this is fantasy. Yeah. It's all good. Her and Willie would be great together, whether it's platonic or whatever. Who knows? She could have came out as gay. She could have started the gay (laughs) gene. 
And then the other one would be Betty White and Walter Matthau. Do you know who he is? No. Grumpy old men. Okay. Yeah, he's the dark haired guy that he just is like kind of grumpy. He actually reminds me of my actual grandfather who's alive. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, my parents, I chose Ed O'Neill from Modern Family. Okay. He's the dad from Modern Family. He was also the dad in Married with Children. So, both of those time frames, like, I would love to have him as the dad he was because he was a fucking hot mess. <laughs> And I'd love to have him in Modern Family as well. I just think he's such a... I, I love his energy. And my mom would be Patricia Heaton from Home Improvement. Uh, the mom from yes. Home Improvement. I love her. She was just a rock star mom. She wasn't perfect. <laughs> she would have her meltdowns. Like, she was real for, for a sitcom. Yeah. She was a real mom. So I also did a scenario in case they were divorced. Oh my god, you went into this. I told you. I had a lot of free time work too. Stone Cold Steve Austin would marry Patricia Heaton. Um, I don't know why, but I feel like she's gonna go into a bad boy, rugged, but still responsible phase. Sure. And Ed O'Neill would end up with Jean Smart, who is she's just a classic actress that she did a lot of like supporting roles. This she this was the challenge for me. I'm not a celeb. I'm so it's bad okay. At and celebrity. me, I'm like, ooh, I know exactly who I want. <laughs> I'm back here. Uh, the Spice Girls. And <laughs> I have the best aunts in the world. Okay. Just so you know. It took me a while to figure them out, but when I did, um, RuPaul, Ugh. Oprah, Ugh. and Bonnie Raitt, because she is just so glorious of an artist. Yeah. My uncles would be Danny DeVito <laughs> and Woody Harrelson. All right. All right. Yeah. So who were your, did you just have Danny DeVito as the uncle? Uh, no, Danny DeVito would be grandpa. Um, okay, grandpa. Yeah, grandpa. Uncles were uh, Gene Wilder, That's Freddie right, Mercury, Freddie and, and Dee Snyder. Snyder. Grandma, who did I say for my grandma? Did I? You didn't yet. Oh, shit. I'm going to have to think on my feet for this one. Um, I think just because I watched this recently, now I want to flip-flop. Can I flip-flop? Do whatever you want. Tina Fey is going to be my mom. Perfect. Why didn't I think of Tina her? Tina Fey is going to be my mom. Cher is gonna be my grandma. I need a I need a Cher grandma. Oh yeah, you yeah. need that. And on if I'm doing the other side, then it would be Madonna and Bruce Willis on my other Fair side. For, yeah. I thought about Bruce and I was like, I, eh. I just it's the 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 hearsay of his personality kind of makes me like uh he'd probably be like a distant like he'd be my grandfather that I don't see that often. Mm-hmm. And Madonna's a little wily in her own way, but I love her. Like I heard her song come on. Oh God. Oh shit. It was her old album music. Music makes the people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, okay, so in my family, I actually put that I have brothers. Oh, nice. And I wanted to choose people who kind of had different parts of my personality. So I chose Jason Momoa as my big brother. Ooh. Because he, I feel like he would be a really good big brother. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then for my little brother, I chose Adam Devine. With the brown hair? Mm-hmm. He's so adorable. Yeah, yeah, I just feel like he would be a cute little brother. Yeah. Oh, know? absolutely. Um, I could see that. Yeah, so they were my brothers. And then for my cousins, this is the last one, my cousins, I would do... Charlie Day as okay. like an older cousin. Love him. Um, Seth Rogen would be my cousin, older okay. cousin. Okay, not so weird if he's yeah. an older cousin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Bridget Everett would be probably one of the coolest cousins to have. She's that comedy singer that's always with Amy Schumer. Okay. 
I fucking love her. Like I, I every time I like I have to watch everything that she's in for some reason because she just fascinates me. When she's on Amy's podcast, she is the most bashful and modest and shy woman. But when she is out, like she does a lot of shows at Joe's Pub. Her titties are out. Yeah. She's singing about titties. She's singing about her puss. She's very reserved and quiet, and she does have like some raunchiness to her, but she's not all, all the, time. the time. Yeah, it's just I love her. Oh, yeah. that's a good one. So, gosh, I didn't, I didn't think so far. I don't think I know enough celebrities to make cousins here. Uh, let's see. Let's see if I can ramble off three. You can of just them. basically say the band of cars are great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have the band um, Green Day as my cousins. Uh, well, you know, that would be, that would kind of work, actually. I could probably do, like, a Blink-182 cousin set. You know, just most of my cousins are boys anyway, and then I need three girls to balance it out. Um, hey, you want to go to my cousin's show? The Spice Girls be your cousins. Uh, yes. I would definitely, uh, what was the, Jerry, Jerry, uh, uh, Ginger, Ginger Spice. Oh, Ginger Spice? I don't Jerry, know what her name is. I forgot her last name. Um, her, I feel like I have a baby cousin, so Emma, Baby Spice, and I don't know. She just have all of them. I guess. I, I guess. Some could be twins. So, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not a fan of posh. Like, scary, I feel like, would be my sister But you more. always have that cousin you don't really like. Yeah, okay. So, so let's be real in this. I never liked her. That was the only one because, like, sporty made sense. Scary made sense, but Posh in the movies was always just like, I'm so over this. And I was just so over her. Like, everybody else would be She was perfect. the friend that they hung with her for sympathy because they knew she had some sort of bitchiness to her that was not her fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it always turned into some sort of traumatic, abusive parent reason as to why they were so angsty and they were probably going through, like, a divorced home or something that was behind the scenes because she was too cool to talk about. I'm sorry. She just got really dark with that. Yeah, just, that, took a, that took a turn. I'm thinking more like she just kind of seemed like an asshole. Um, yeah, like, I'm going to cut that part out. Yeah, scary, scary. I have a scary spice doll. That's how much I like scary spice. I Legit. liked Ginger. If I had to choose, I would choose Ginger. I had, as a kid, like, total kid crush on Ginger. She's cute. I like scary because of her hair and just, like, the wildness oh, yeah. that she, she had was. great energy. Oh, my God. Yeah. She re- If you would put her on mute, she could be in a funk band, and I think that's what I liked about her. If you the go back to the music video, it was like, she was the one. She was the, like, Sporty was kind she of like... This way, yeah. move that way. She moved this way, hey, move that way. I had the dance talent of Sporty. Not, you know, definitely... But the heart of scary. But the heart of scary. <laughs> Um, well, you successfully answered the questions. Awesome. I didn't break down at all. Did, yeah. did a good job. So I decided that we have good endings when I offer them a, a prize for the end of it. Oh! So you will be the lucky winner of a six-pack of natural chocolate snack packs. Oh! Oh! I'm going to cry. You can claim your prize upstairs. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, I don't know how to thank you. Until next time. Peanut butter. <laughs>